Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome. I'm Roseanne and this is the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. So today I'm talking with the extraordinary Ulrika Carlson, who is an author, a yoga therapist, and she does a lot of energy work and we had lots to talk about. So I want to give you two little warnings before you get started. First of all, lots of fruity language. One of her books is called Holy Fuck and Sacred Water, which is fascinating. It's all about that balance of masculine feminine energy and how it has become out of balance in our world today and um, and how to bring ourselves individually and collectively back into balance and the second warning I just want to give you is um, because she talks a lot about her journey her personal journey um, and so there are references to um, suicidal thoughts and I don't normally give warnings but it's mentioned a few times so I just wanted to give you a little trigger warning on that but that is all just part of her story her personal journey that's got her to where she is today which is an extraordinary place and we talk about so many things about her books about the conscious feminine and masculine about quantum physics about tantra we we dip into sacred sexuality and decided that we would definitely do another episode on that at some stage in the future she also uses the akashic records to do um, karma clearings it's all fascinating so please enjoy this lovely episode with Ulrika. Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of the Chakra Way Meditation Podcast. And today, another gorgeous chakra chat. And I'm very pleased to welcome Ulrika Carlson. Hi, Ulrika. Thanks for coming and joining me today. Hi, Roseanne, and thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward for this talk. So thank you for having me. And also thank you, you who are here and listen. Thank you. 
Yeah, no, you will. I'm really excited because Ulrika is uh, um, fascinating and has many strings to her bows. So rather than just pigeonhole her with one title, I'm going to let you, Ulrika, um, describe to everybody what it is that you do and um, all your amazing gifts. So please, the floor is yours. <laughs> Thank you. I think also that is like, you know, an existential question, right? That we are always pondering upon. Who am I? What is my mission? What I do here? So I think it's, you know, <laughs> under construction and uh, development all the time. But uh, what I do, my mission here uh, on Earth this time is to guide people into their hearts and to an increased consciousness to speak, you know, that that's the easiest way to say it. So I'm here to guide people back home into their hearts and to increase their awareness and their consciousness. And then I have a lot of different holistic tools to do so. Mm -hmm. so I work as a yoga therapist. I'm a tantrika. I do tantra. I'm into applied quantum physics. And then I also, uh, I am a reader of the Akashic record. So I do a lot of soul readings, karma clearings, etc. And then also I work as an international author with at least three, four international books. Amazing. I mean, there are so many, honestly, I feel like we could do a whole episode on all of those things that you've just talked about. You know, I want to get, I'm, everybody who listens knows that I'm nuts about learning about quantum physics and how that applies to our energy and our energetic body and, and the world. I'm fascinated as I think most people will be by Tantra, because I think there's a lot of misconception about what Tantra is. Um, yoga therapy. I'm obviously a yoga teacher. So, you know, I love to know about that. And then and the Akashic records are something that I have heard much about. Let's start there because that's the thing that I'm, I, you know, I've, let's try and get to all of them. <laughs> but, uh, the Akashic records, are, I don't know if it makes sense to go diving straight into what that is. I tell you what makes more sense is let's hear a little bit about your journey, about how you got to be where you are today. Uh, let, yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your story? Thank you so much, Rosanne. So it started with, obviously, I haven't been, you know, here all the time. It started with that I have had a severe depression and I was burned out, depressed, uh, sleeping disorders, eating disorders, and I was suicidal. So 15 years ago, I was, you know, that, that was 2008 was my worst year. I was really in a bad shape and I was, I, my mental and cognitive abilities were so affected. I was so sensitive of light and sounds. I was like a junkie. And at the same time, I was a mother of two young children. So, yeah, so it started with me being suicidal and that I was looking in my in the mirror in my bathroom every morning, you know, thinking, is this the day, the day that I'm going to end it all? Because I had pills for anxiety, pills for sleeping disorders, pills for uh, other stress-related symptoms. I had pills for uh, pain, etc., etc. So I was... Lot of medication. Yeah, I never took them because I, when I tried the the sleeping pills or the insomnia medications, it felt like my sleep was even worse 
and I was also afraid of being, you know, addicted to them. So I I just took them very sporadically and very, you know, not not so frequent because I was scared of, you know, being where I was and also adding up an addiction and being and and also I'm a physiotherapist, you know, so I know that medication doesn't take the root cause away. It just, you yeah. know, sort of relieves you just from the symptoms. Yeah. Exactly. And I truly wanted to go to the bottom, like why, why is my life like this? How do I why do I feel the way that I do when 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 people could look at me and, you know, be in the illusion that I had it all. I had a beautiful husband. I had two kids. I was successful with what I did, et cetera, et cetera. But on the inside, it was totally chaos. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a deep place to, that's a big old hole to dig yourself out of. So what was the changing point? What was the turning point for you? So I had a couple of turning points and I'm going to, speak about it here while I'm showing so this is my autobiography called 247 AM the journey home to my heart and the title is because 247 AM was the time when I woke up every night after only 15 minutes of sleep where I was being murdered and tortured and, and slaughtered every night so it was like a blood splattering movie every night before I woke up Wow. totally disorientated and then when i watched the alarm clock 2 47 a.m i realized that i had only been sleeping for 15 minutes so in here i share very raw and and honest about my journey you know from darkness from total darkness and depression and being suicidal and coming back into life and back into my heart mm-hmm. so here uh, there's a situation where i one turning point was when I told my husband, because he never knew that I was being murdered next to him in my dreams in the nighttime. I never told him how, you know, how bad I was in, in such a bad shape, mm-hmm. how I felt. So I, I just told him that I was very, very tired. And so I retrieved to my parents' cabin in the Swedish archipelago, as I am from Sweden. And it was a winter's day, uh, and I went there, you know, my my youngest daughter was about three months at the time and I was breastfeeding. So I just left there for a couple of days because, you know, I was in the illusion that I was going to sleep and you know, that I needed some time away. Mm-hmm. And so there I am in the Swedish archipelago. It's winter. It's, it's a beautiful winter's day. And I go out in the forest to walk because I feel something that I can't describe more than like a volcano that is about to erupt. And it scares me because I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's there. You know, I don't know how to handle it. So I'm out there walking. And at the time I have eating disorders, etc. So I'm walking really fast, thinking also I can burn, you know, some calories, <laughs> being effective. <laughs> and there, uh, all of a sudden, I just feel this, volcanoes sort of rising within me and I walk even faster trying to suppress to suppress it and then all of a sudden it's like such an intense pain in my heart so so it feels like I have a dagger a knife through my heart and I think that I'm gonna die but I'm having a heart attack so I'm falling down into the snow lying there in fetus position, all curled up and holding holding on to my heart because 
it felt like it was going to explode in a million pieces. And then I hear a snap. And I'm totally terrified. It's like, you know, here I am. I'm going to die here in the forest. Nobody knows where I am. I didn't get to say goodbye to my kids. Uh, and even though that I wanted to die, you know, to commit suicide, that was not the way that I wanted to do, to do it all by myself in the forest. And then I just hear some really horrifying noises from far away. It feels like, you know, primal screams from a dying animal. And I'm really, really scared. Not only am I going to die from this heart attack, I'm only going to, I'm also going to be ripped apart, you know, by a wolf or a bear or something. Until it shows that it's me. The howling, the grounds, the primal screams, these horrifying sounds comes from a place deep within me that I didn't even know existed. Wow. And then I hear another snap and I start to cry. You know, it's like, it's like a dam and bursting. So I'm lying there and I'm losing track of time and space. And when I wake up many hours later, I realize that I'm lying there, you know, for, for many hours because it's pitch black, pitch black. And it's like all my senses are enhanced so I can see the different shapes and forms, even if it's pitch black in the middle of the forest. And I can hear like snowflakes falling the most weird thing that I experienced is like it and I can best describe it as a stillness in expansion it was totally still up in my head in my monkey mind and it was so still within me and I knew that this was you know I've, I've never been there before I've never experienced anything like that and the pain was all gone Um, so that was like a profound turning point for me coming to the realization that I that I as a soul wasn't sick or fucked up but my programs had been really fucked up and they had you know taken me to this place and uh, so that's my long journey started to retrieve myself and to reclaim my pieces like a broken vase you know to reclaim all these different aspects and pieces of myself. So hence the name also, 2.47 a.m., the journey back home to my heart. The longest journey that I ever done, and I've traveled around the world. The journey from moving from the headspace down into the heart space uh, was for me the most challenging and exhausting journey. Yeah. And also most rewarding. I mean, this is this is a journey that we, you know, many people are aware that they need to take, that they want to do. I mean, first of all, let's just rewind. What an extraordinary story and what an extraordinary thing to have that um, intensity. You know, most people, when they have that kind of moment where they break or they have that kind of, I suppose it could be seen as an awakening or even an enlightenment where you kind of have, usually that comes incrementally, but for it to come crashing down on you in the middle of a snowy forest in the middle in Sweden is, um, is quite something. Um, what an extraordinary story. And, and I think what, what my instant thing is, so from that, so you, you, obviously you picked yourself up you must have been frozen cold and you got yourself back to your place where you were staying and and then the journey began so you're this is where you start to pick up the tools that you've used to journey back towards your heart 
So what was the first tool that you picked up that helped you begin to understand what, what was going on for you? So at the time, I was already a yoga teacher and a yoga instructor, uh, but I was way much into very masculine practices like Ashtanga and Hatha and power yoga mm. uh, that were really famous here in Sweden at the time. Mm. Or, and I'm, I'm like was one of the first here in Sweden that started to do yoga. I have more than 28 years of practice. So, but at the time, I was really, you know, into this. Uh, masculine forms of yoga which is devastating if you are burnt out you can hear it even in your name that you have too much fire in your system you have had too much fire so you're totally burned out and then you do this masculine yoga that that is you know the aim for this yoga is to increase your inner fire and yeah, it's petrol uh, on the fire really isn't it and that's, exactly exactly yeah, yeah. so i <laughs> i had to look for different other you know modalities and I, and I had a friend of mine she said to me look here here this uh, yoga for for depressed people maybe you should start there and I started there and and I was only doing you know like a basic course and then the teacher told me okay so I have one spot left for the teacher training and their yoga therapist training do you want it and, you know, here I am all burnt out or, you know, like suicidal, uh, no money. That was also the year when I was, you know, in this bad shape. My husband decided he didn't want to stay married to me anymore. And we had uh, like two death cases in my family, like grandpa and grandmother. So this was the year, you know, where everything was upside down and I didn't have any money. I, you know, I was so burnt out and a single mom taking care of two kids. Yeah. So I told my teacher that, uh, yeah, I would love to because I could sense when I was there in this basic 10-week course, I could see some light in the tunnel, you know, the metaphor of, of that. But uh, And then he said to me, so if you want it, you know, just say you want it and then the universe will, you know, conspire to, to help you. Yeah. So I did. And then I got back the exact same amount from my business because it showed that I've been you know in my mental illness I was sick at home but I was still paying taxes <laughs> so I got back the same amount that the this uh, like one and a half year teacher training cost so that was my investment in myself because I could feel like I could feel and I could see the light of the tunnel so this is what I wanted to explore yeah so, so I, I, I undergo this course and then the very last uh, week when we had our teacher training into yoga therapists, then comes uh, a guest teacher and she, you know, when I did her yoga, it was so much more feminine. It really resonated with me. And she said, okay, so I'm starting a new teacher training, you know, in a couple of weeks. I have one spot left. She said, do you want it? And I was like, oh, I would I would love to, to do it, but I don't have the money and, you know, I'm a single mom and who's going to watch out for my kids and et cetera. And she said, well, just come down for the weekend and, you know, try it out. So there I am trying it out. And even though that in the first teacher training, I could see the light of the tunnel, but it was still very much in the masculine energy. It was very much, you know, in the young energy. Mm -hmm. And this energy was so much, you know, like 
like a warm embrace from your mother or you know so so after that weekend I was like oh gosh I really really you know want to do this course not to be another teacher training and to do a lot of courses for others but for me yeah and then so I called my parents um and they're like, oh, another teacher training, you know, how long are you going to be doing this for? Because at the same time, I was in therapy. I was uh, in stress management uh, from from hospital. And I was you know, in investigation for my sleep. So they were like, okay, so how long are you going to be doing this, this for? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, until I'm, I'm better, you know, I, I need to be functioning yeah. for my kids. And yeah. if, I'm, if, if I'm dead, if I'm dead, I'm, I'm of no use to nobody, you know. So <laughs> if I'm alive, at least, you know, I can take care of myself and my kids. So I uh, said yes to that spot. And then I got back the exact same amount that this uh, another one and a half year costed. And I got it back from, from an insurance that I didn't even know that I had when I was working as a preschool teacher. Amazing. So it was like divinely guided all the time. And yet at the same time, when I was, you know, in the midst of it, I never felt like I was divinely guided. I felt very separated, very alone, very isolated, very scared, you know. Yeah. So well, I love I love hearing these stories because I feel like it's so um encouraging to hear that that these these proofs that the universe you know because people it's very easy to say oh the universe will provide you know you just set your intention and you want to do something and it's meant to be then it will happen something will come along and so it's just gorgeous to hear these stories that that that's exactly what's happened for you and I'm really also interested about your um about this move away from the more masculine types of yoga to the to the more yin feminine side of yoga because that's definitely a transition that I've been making over the last few years you know as an Iyengar trained teacher that's probably one of the most masculine it's like you know you will put your foot here and you will you know this is the exact shape that everybody you know doesn't matter what your body looks like or what it will allow but this is the exact thing that you're trying to get to a very results driven ambitious type of yoga which is you know it has its place in terms of um, learning alignment and learning the poses and so on but this moving towards a more feminine ease-filled generous mm. loving oh, I have to apologize for my um, bing-bongs um, uh, that is the definitely the the direction that I think that yoga should be going in and that's de definitely the direction that my yoga is going in for sure finding that you know yoga is for every body every different body needs to be able to do this and it needs to be feeling good it needs to feel good it needs to feel comfortable why do you push yourself sure. into an uncomfortable challenging place that your body's screaming at you no that's for sure so so from all of my teacher trainings i've been studying yoga and other holistic disciplines for more than 28 years so I've actually, you know, like a smorgasbord, I've developed my own kind of yoga after my own experience of being so burned out and being so, you know, depressed and this state of mental illness. Because even though that if you do like 
yin yoga and that you're resting in a pose for three to five minutes if you have too much fire or if you are too depressed or too burned out if you have too much pain you know physically mentally or emotionally even yin yoga is too heavy for you because even though it feels good for you to open up in this position lying there for three to five minutes but then then it would be like a boomerang hitting your your you know the back of your head afterwards because then you will have like backlashes or you you will have even more pain the pain will increase because as you lie there uh, and it feels good maybe you are crossing over your own boundaries very subtle you know at the present moment and then it comes back lashing at you in the end so that's why i've developed and, and the yin yoga is very static and very cold in its energy yeah. so i've developed yoga for empaths and for highly sensitive persons and hormone yoga for lust and sensuality with the energy of more lush warm and nurturing mm -hmm. uh, feminine yeah. energy so no, this you. yoga is really yeah so and and, and this yoga is it is so soft, so gentle, it is so nurturing, and yet it's so potent. It is so powerful. And I also, like, as I write a lot about in my books, I'm writing a lot about, you know, different kind of energies and holistic approaches and, and so on. And, and what we see in the world today is that there has been too much emphasis on young energies that we are going to be effective to, to be productive to be good girls good boys blah 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 yeah that masculine energy has been so predominant for so many years for generations now that we've forgotten that beautiful divine feminine energy that is juicy and luscious and luxurious and sensual and and just oof, all of the, all of those gorgeous for sure. yeah for sure and also we are living in upholding and maintaining what I call the unconscious energies of the immature feminine and immature masculine like just take a look how the world is today you know where we have our focus so we also so one essence of what I call the immature or unconscious feminine is manipulation for instance and just you know take a look at the world as we know it for these past couple of years we can see the manipulation everywhere and that is the immature feminine essence and each and one of us have it within us, you know, yin and yang. Mm -hmm. And then we have the very immature and unconscious masculine energy. We could be, for instance, you know, always being on the go, on the move, in a project, being the good girl, the good guy, etc. So when we are running around in the hamster wheel and when we are suppressing, you know, so many different and sensitive part of us, we are holding the same energies that we want to change. So not only do we need to invite more of the feminine and the masculine, but they need to be in the more conscious energies of the feminine and more conscious energies of the masculine. Yes. And and one example of a conscious masculine energy could be clarity, right? To see through your own illusions, your own bullshit, to mm -hmm. see through the bullshit that is provided you know from mainstream media from all over societies and cultures to see yeah, all the stories and we tell, each other and we tell exactly. it exactly 
school. Exactly. Exactly. So this clarity is like a sword that can cut through all these veils and illusions of bullshit. And then we need, you know, the mature feminine essence with it, which is unconditional love. And we haven't been taught unconditional love. We have always been taught conditioned love. Like if you love me, then I love you. If you finish your food, then you will get dessert. If you do this, then you will get that. So it's like a trade for love, where we all want to be acknowledged, loved, you know, and, and included. Mm, yeah. So, that conscious yeah. conscious feminine and masculine is is a really in fascinating um exploration and one that I think is becoming more in the common vernacular the people talking about it and I know that there's a lot more um and I for me from what I see and what I feel that you know we need to be more in touch with that conscious feminine because the world has been so masculine for so long um and so working to finding that 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 juicy feminine energy that nurturing unconditional empathetic intuitive side of ourselves is not going to be done by doing you know really powerful backbends we need to do that and beyond we're talking yoga we need to do that in in really listening to the body and really tuning in to what it feels and what it wants and where we're holding our energy. Uh, some, for it's, sure, for sure. And also that's why uh, one of my books, um, which is actually assigned as the book of the year by its readers, it's called uh, Holy Fuck in the Sacred Water, The Secret <laughs> Connections to Everything. I love and, this. What do you address in Holy Fuck and Sacred Water? This is a fascinating, brilliant title. Yeah, so uh, do you want me to read the backside of it? Yeah, go for it. What does it say? Holy fuck in sacred water, the secret connections to everything is bold, cocky, and politically and socially incorrect. It is divinely channeled and imprinted with sacred codes. This book will either have you say fuck yeah, or it will piss you off, or maybe even both. This book is not for the common man or woman. It is for a new generation of brave, passionate and curious beings who know they came to earth to make a difference and are ready to take action now. A new era has arrived and with that more confusion and fear than ever before. This book reactivates a path of releasing the old so we can co-create a new thriving future together. It contains very raw and vulnerable personal stories, scientific information, ancient wisdom, taboo topics, and conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. This book can help you to understand the importance of purifying your own inner water and using your passionate fire to live your true potential. Holy fucking sacred water could be considered a theory of everything. Life is a multidimensional journey to master empowerment, freedom, and flow in our everyday lives. We can master these by unifying our inner spark with the sacred water. This then creates the magical life force within us, or what we call the holy fuck. I love that, Ulrika. And do you know what? As you're reading that, you are, in in my eyes, because obviously I'm I'm a huge uh, lover of the of the chakras and 
for me, you're just embodying all the best stuff from the sacral chakra, the Svadhisthana chakra, where we hold water is the element. It's all about flow and sensuality and emotion and passion and our desires and needs and all of those kind of things that we suppress with that fire sort of burns to, you know, burns the water away. I always like thinking about the elements that live there because obviously at the root you've got earth and then you've got water at the sacral, um, fire at the solar plexus and air at the heart. And that fire that sits in the middle, you know, you can either use the air of your breath and the self-love to bolster that fire if your fire is weak, or you use the fun and the passion and the sexuality and the water to dampen that fire down. So I completely see what you're doing here with the sacral chakra energy, um, this divine feminine, gorgeous, juicy, sexy stuff, and getting that to um, to balance out that fire that we are so, um, that society almost demands of us that we put forward as our, as our first thing, you know, walking into whatever situation we lead with that rather than with that more feminine side. It's a fascinating sounding book. Sure. Yeah, it's very fascinating, very exciting. And it's it is also, you know, uh, alternative truths from what we have been presented in the illusion of the matrix these yeah. past years. So and also the holy fuck, it started as a book as about sacred sexuality, really, but it grew upon us and we have realized, you know, we could see the connection the entanglement you know yoga connection quantum physics entanglement we could see it so clearly in a perspective that we had never seen before mm-hmm. like we were even you know is this a stretch because we are also moving from different perspectives and multi-dimensional aspects like you know on a cellular level all the way out to the universe and back and forth mm-hmm. so the holy fuck is anything where new potential is created, even on a cellular level, you know, yeah, when so the, I want the, to the spark, yes, scientific side of it, like speak to it a little bit about that, that quantum physics side of it um, in relation to what you're talking about, because I feel like, you know, when you keep coming back, you're going into cellular level, I'm like, yes, yes, that's the quantum physics bit. So just go in a little sidebar down into that little beautiful wormhole for me. So we know that we contains of more than uh, 75% of water, right? But here's the thing. Our inner water is so polluted. It is so polluted by our lifestyles today, how we live, you know, how we act. Uh, not only that we are polluting the outer oceans, lakes and streams, etc., with chemicals, medications, with, you know, our stressful lives, we are polluting our inner water. Mm. we are polluting it with our mindsets we are polluting it with our diseases not being at ease with being out of alignment with our chakras with our energetic systems we are polluting it in our mindsets and that we are focusing on these unconscious energies of the feminine and the masculine oh if only you know i am in my ideal weight or if only i had more money or if only i'm more successful or you know when we are running around in the hamster wheel yeah, and my life and will begin when all of those kind of things isn't it yeah exactly exactly when. so we are polluting ourselves with our with our mindset because we know that we only have access to five percent of consciousness 
we are run by 95% of unconscious programs. And these programs are stored within our sacred water. They're stored on a cellular level in our DNA, in our fascia, in our blood, etc. Everything that is connected to the water element. So here we are, you know, uh, living our lives, always striving, moving, you know, uh, fast preferably because we want to have quick fixes and etc so we, we are numbing ourselves we are distracting ourselves with everything that we can use we can also abuse sex uh, medication drugs alcohol work like uh, in our countries it's very good to be a workaholic you're, you're considered to be you know productive effective people look up to you but yeah. but on the contrary a workaholic is a very imbalanced root chakra. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And an overactive solar plexus too. As, yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah. we are upholding these pollutions, these illusions, these deep programs, 95% of our unconscious programs that are stored within our bodies. So when we start to clear out our inner water, and I... I I don't mean only drinking clear water. I mean truly clear out our memories from past lifetimes. Hence, you know, the karma clearings in the Akashic Record, etc. So when we clear out our inner shit, then, then we have access to high states of consciousness. We can make more conscious choices and we can, you know, go back to basic, go back to nature because we are na natural beings we are from nature all the elements we see out there exist in us mm -hmm. so to reclaim a more natural and synchronized you know and sustainable way of living that we are now yeah. so that's why we are so fucked up in our inner inner water that we are you know we are as souls we're not fucked up but our programs our inner water and then the inner water, there you have the feminine essence. And then this spark, like when the neurons are firing, there's like an ignition, the spark, the masculine spark. So the the, the black void, like the uterus, is the, the void, the space for un, you know, unraveled potential, like the space out there. You know, like the Big Bang, it said that it started... You know, from out of nowhere, there was this spark and then everything exploded. So we need the masculine. We need the feminine. But as they are now, they are, you know, separated, imbalanced. They are in the conscious, lower vibrational energies. We need to have the conscious feminine, the divine feminine, the divine conscious masculine. And they need to merge in a holy fuck. Yeah. So we are all holy fucks. You know, we are holy fucks. We can create holy fucks because we need the, the polarities. Uh, yeah. We need our brain, you know, to come up with new, better ideas on how to make a sustainable wor world. But we need our hearts, you know, uh, our unconditional love. So when we clear out our inner pollution from, you know, from generation, from ten thousands of years of pollution from our sacred water, then we will gain access to previous lifetimes where we all, you know, had so much wisdom. Mm. We were all goddesses, gods, kings and queens. We were sorcerers from source. Absolutely. So 
within ourselves, in our DNA, within our water resides, you know, like a treasure box. Memory of that. Is Memory, yes. Because the water comes with codes. Mm. And now our codes and our water are so polluted, so we need to clear it out. Mm. So I know that some listeners will be going, okay, great. So how do I do that? <laughs> and your answer is, I mean, one of the things that you mentioned here, and I, I mentioned right at the beginning, that I do want to focus on now is the Akashic records, because you mentioned them a couple of times. And I think that the for a lot of, you know, for me, it's a it's a new idea, the Akashic records. So can you just talk me through how what they are, and how you use them in in this clearing out of, of our internal stuff? shit yes thank you so many people first of all the akashic record is like google for the soul so everything that has ever existed everything that was a probability to exist everything that will exist or is a probability to what will be exists in our akashic record that is the eternal the infant part the godlike part of each and one of us that is you know from source it's all potential. When you say that, it sounds to me like it's all potential. potential. It is. It is. So, yeah. so in my latest book called The Sacred Soul, A Divine Evolution Through Time and Space, and this book is also here to reactivate a path and for us to remember who we are on a soul level. Because many people think that we, I, I, I believe that many people believe that they have a soul, Right. Yes. But it's not that we have a soul. We are a soul and we have a physical body. So it's yeah. the other way around. Yeah. yeah. And, and our souls are the infinite godlike particles from originated from divine source. Yes. That means, so if we are from divine source, then we are divine and we are divine creators. But we have forgotten about it because as we are running around in matrix, in the red race, we don't remember that we are these grand souls, you know, these master creators. Yeah, these beautiful ancient spirit energies that have so much knowledge and so much potential. Yeah, exactly. And so the Akashic record, you know, also resides within our inner water, right? Because as the soul resides in our bodies, as the body is the temple for the soul, right? So that means that the Akashic record also resides partly within us and we can retrieve information from our our water. But we can also bring it down, you know, from 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 cosmos, from universe as their water particles and also... Uh, if you're imagining, I love chocolate. I don't know what you were saying, but I love chocolate. So imagine a 10-layer chocolate cake, a 10-layer chocolate cake. And we live in the matrix uh, on the third layer of the chocolate cake. Our bodies are here in the third layer of the chocolate cake. Mm. Our mindsets, our minds uh, are still energy, but not tangible, not so dense as our physical bodies. So they are like in the fourth dimension. And then the, the fifth dimension or the fifth layer of the chocolate cake and above, that is the realms of the soul, right? So when I do a karma clearing, I, I tune in to the fifth dimension and above. And the, the more, the higher the frequency, the higher the dimension, the less separation 
So that means that I can retrieve information from all dimensions when I tap into your soul and when I do a karma clearing. And then I get the information from your soul saying, okay, so I used to be in this, you know, in this lifetime. Here I started to do negative choices, which we all have. We have all killed people. We have all been perpetrators. We have all been victims. In yeah. these energies, we are still transmitting from our unconscious programs. We are transmitting it into the collective consciousness. So each and one of us are responsible for the mess that we see in the world today because it's our subconscious and unconscious programs that are being you know, transmitted. So when I, when I do a karma clearing, I, it's only with your consent because then I'm your representative you know, to even to have your consent to move into the Akashic record. And there I get a lot of information. And then I can trace it back since these dimensions, the the lines, the the veils between them are so thin. So you retrieve information from all these different dimensions at the same time. And then you can trace it back because there's no time in the Akashic record. Time is like also an illusion that we have yeah. invented here in, in the third layer <laughs> in the yeah. matrix. Yes. So then you can see where people started to make negative choices. And negative choices is almost always that you have killed somebody, you know. And eventually, eventually so many of us killed the people in wars, etc. So we fell as souls we fell in frequency we fell in vibration and this is what we see in the collective consciousness now is that we are now again you know uh this is the great awakening beginning to rise and try yeah to we need to come back to who we are on a soul level because when i am aligned with who i am on a soul level there's no these dense feelings like fear scarcity poverty lack etc because then we are what we are which is infinite unconditional love so this book is also here to remind us you know who we are on the soul level and I, I write a lot about like karma clearings and I write about the dissension of energy and vibration which took us you know, into the mess that we see in the world today. Mm. And I'm also writing about the ascension, the necessary ascension. And not all of us are going to participate in this journey. Mm. Yeah, yeah, this is this is what I hear a lot, is that there are some chosen uh, people sort of beginning to be upgraded to sort of 5D and, and getting these messages. But I think that there is a lot of people who's just general awareness, you know, if we just keep it on an everyday level, I think that there are a lot of people whose awareness of, of what of the kind of things that you're talking about is beginning to expand and beginning to make sense to people. You know, I think, you know, 20, 30 years ago, people would be like, what are you talking about? You absolute loony tune, get out, you know, but now people are like, okay, I'm more open. And it's a really beautiful thing to see that and to feel that happening. So this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you do a karma clearing, is that like, could I book a Clara karma clearing with you and you do it on Zoom and start, how do you, how does that work for you? So uh, I need a couple of things uh, from you to do your karma clearing. And this is also important to know. So if somebody's saying, oh, I've been into your Akashic record and I see this and that, then you know that they haven't. Because first of all, you need to give it the consent, right? And then I need a couple of things from you, like your given name, your birth name. Now you're, you know, where are you born, et cetera, et cetera. And then when I have this information, I tune in to your soul and I ask hi do I have permission to enter your Akashic record and I I've always gotten a yes I've never received a no and then I you know sort of gather this information that is just pouring from your soul you know gathering a lot of information and then I can see where you know you started to make these negative choices and the programs that are still running in your energetic system as a result of those negative choices you made you made many lifetimes ago mm. so then I, I i see it and then you know i sort of sort this information out and then i give you the feedback i found that you roseanne you're from a star like i i am from a star called vega so i'm vega and it's a pretty rare soul group and we are here to inspire and to guide people into higher states of consciousness so when I do this, I'm aligned with who I am on a soul level. Uh, and when I previous in my lifetime, when I didn't, that's why I got so sick because I was misaligned. I was, you know, disconnected from my soul's mission. Mm -hmm. So I, then I give feedback to you that I see that you are from this star, this planet, uh, and here are the traits of this planet. So you get to know the traits and also the challenges, like the polarities exist there also, because we cannot be a star if there's not, you know, we cannot see the stars if it's not dark at night, right? We cannot see the stars if it's bright daylight all the time. Yeah. So we need the polarities. Again, we need the feminine and the masculine. We need the yin and the yang, the light and the darkness, etc. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm also telling you, you know, your the essence your soul's blueprint. This is the building bricks, the energetic building bricks of your soul. And then I give you instructions how to clear out your karma. And then the work is up to you. I've provided you with all the insights, all the information, all the tools that you need. And then it's up to you to activate your own karma clearing. 
Wow. It sounds super powerful and it is really it, interesting. It is. And having that awareness is just I'm presuming that having that awareness is the first step towards the hearing healing and the clearing. Of, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and, then, and it's 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 a very it's a game changer. It's very you know life trans transformational reading, and one reading takes maybe between seven to ten hours for me as I do, uh, depending on the information that wants to come through from your akashic record, yeah. and then so I give it to you as a feedback and and uh, and it's you know when I did my own karma clearing many many years ago it was like wow you know it just blew my mind because then I knew why I had done the choices that I had done that made me so sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and my whole life just changed, you know, for the better after, after knowing who I am and, and being aligned with, you know, the building bricks of my soul's essence, the blueprint of my soul. Mm-hmm. And, and this is also like for each soul that I get to do a karma clearing for this individual transmits this new higher frequency, new frequency yeah. Consciousness. Yeah, yeah exactly which is beautiful and so I know because everything you've talked about is so beautifully interconnected because all of this stuff is but tell me briefly how Tantra fits into this work that you do if it does or if it's a slightly different arm to what you do no I think that everything is connected and entangled mm. and mm. I, in my business, I don't know about how you, you perceive it, Rosanne, but for me, many people with alternative, you know, medicine or yogis, they are very much in the what I call mental spirituality, very mental spirituality. And that means that you're doing a bypass, a spiritual bypass. So the sexuality, it's again associated with the second chakra, with the sec- se- sexual chakra, with the water element, mm. and with, you know, uh, for us women, you know, our uterus, our um, ovaries, our yonis, our pelvis, and the water element. So the to connect your spirituality with the ignition of your sexuality is like, a highway to to source or it's like you know the shortest cut the the biggest quick fix (laughs) to to who you are because if we neglect our temples our bodies our sexuality and again our sexuality is so polluted in the western world we we have one night stands we're disconnected from our hearts and when we are disconnected from our hearts being you know in sexual relationship it hurt it damages yeah. Our chakra system, it damages our soul. And, you know, people have sex here and there. and Not, the to, mention the amount, not to mention the amount of porn that is watched in this exactly. world. Exactly. Hardcore porn that many young people are watching, you know, and they, you don't have any adults to talk to. So, so to find and reclaim, again, the sacredness of the sexuality, yeah. the holiness, uh, and then to combine it with, you know, because everything that is stored within the body these past lifetimes where we eat negative choices uh, past lifetimes where we were gods and goddesses everything is stored in the body in our dna in the water element in our cells and if we want to clear it all out 
we cannot just use, you know, the mental aspect of it, yeah. put it in a bubble and blow it away because that's yeah. the spiritual bypass. Yeah. We need to move through the body with the body. body. Exactly. Neutral body. Exactly. Absolutely. And that sacred it, it, sexuality is such a, you know, I think when you understand, and maybe maybe we can do another episode. I would love I would to love that. Yes. I'd love to do another episode, maybe just on sacred sexuality, because I think that it is once you understand a little bit about tantra and a little bit about sacred sexuality, it will change your attitude from going, yeah, actually just in, you know, some satisfying, you know, flesh slapping is not get, you know, that is not no longer satisfying. And in fact, it's that very beautiful exchange of energy, which is what tantra is all about and sacred sexuality. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Let's do another episode and talk yeah. about that because that's also, you know, such a big and still, taboo topic mm. and what we are fighting about you know in the world individually in couple relationship in the world is money you know mm. sexuality and mm. then religious or you know our perceptions so yeah. it's it's a it's a huge topic and also one topic that is also polluting our inner water yeah yeah Wow, Ulrika, you've given me so much to think about and such a fascinating conversation, but I feel, and I we could literally talk for like another three hours, I know it, but I think we're going to come back and do another one. Will you come back and do another sex, sexuality chat with me? Because I would love that. I yes. would love it. Yeah. Yes, yes, let's get juicy. Okay, perfect. Thank you for all of your gorgeous wisdom and for sharing your books. Now, um, your website is just Ulrika Carlson. Am I right? It's it's Ulis Carlson. It's my nickname. So it's www.ulliscarlson.com. So it's U-L-L-I-S-K-A-R-L-S-S-O-N.com. Well, I'll put the link to that in your show notes, and um, presumably the be- that's the best way that to people for people to find your books as well as just through your website. Yes, they're all there, and karma clearings are there if they wanna uh, if they wanna have one. And I would love to do your karma clearing. Rosa. I would love for you to do my karma clearing. I was just thinking once I press stop record, I'm gonna go right. Let's set this up. <laughs> so thank you. I'll say thank you, and um, yeah. If you have any comments about this, um, please get in touch and please get in touch with Ulrika, who has an incredible special energy. So thank you for joining me today, Ulrika. And thank you for having me. And also thank you, you who are listening. And I just want to finish by saying, if there's like one word that I'm saying that is resonating with you, one sentence or one word, then it's like ripple effects in the water. And I've paid back a part of my karma And that's also what literally saved me my life back there. And then I listened to somebody was on Oprah Winfrey show. And I don't remember what was said or who it was, but there was something that was said that day that didn't make me to commit suicide. So if there's something that I'm saying here today, you know, that sort of ticks something or resonates something deep within you, then it's like paying it forward. So thank you for having me and thank you for listening. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I really hope that you enjoyed this conversation and you found something in it that was new or that sparked you or that gave you some 
little spark of optimism or information that's just shifted your perception just a tiny bit if so we've done our work so i'll be really pleased now if you want to get hold of ulrika her website is ulis carlson u l i s carlson with two s's as well um and that's in the show notes so you can find her there and um of course, if you want to get in touch with me, I am at chakra-way.com and there you will find the ability to book a chakra reading, um, which is turning into one of my most popular products. It is um, such an extraordinary thing to do to find out where your energy is. It's a really wonderful beginning place to discover chakras, to discover your energy so please do go and have a look at that if you have any questions you can book like a, just a 15 minute discovery call with me and um yeah there's lots of free resources on there for you and information about my course um and so on so i hope that um you will join me again soon when i'm next here and as i said hopefully we'll get another episode with ulrika and that will be coming in the coming weeks so look out for that and until then Uh, Keep listening to the meditations and take care. Okay, lots of love. Bye now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 